Morning prayer begins on page three of the prayer book. The hour cometh and now is when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth, for the Father seeketh such to worship him. O Lord, open thou our lips, and our mouth shall show forth thy praise. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Praise ye the Lord. The Lord's name be praised. For the Benite, Psalm 95, on page 459. O come, let us sing unto the Lord. Let us heartily rejoice in the strength of our salvation. Let us come before his presence with thanksgiving, and show ourselves glad in him with psalms. For the Lord is a great God, and a great King above all gods. In his hand are all the corners of the earth, and the strength of the hills is his also. The sea is his, and he made it, and his hands prepared the dry land. O come, let us worship and fall down, and kneel before the Lord our Maker. For he is the Lord our God, and we are the people of his pasture and the sheep of his hand. Today, if you will hear his voice, harden not your hearts, as in the provocation and as in the day of temptation in the wilderness. When your fathers tempted me, proved me, and saw my works. Forty years long was I grieved with this generation and said, It is a people that do err in their hearts, for they have not known my ways and to whom I swear in my wrath, that they should not enter into my rest. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Psalm 44 on page 394. We have heard with our ears, O God, our fathers have told us, what thou hast done in their time of old. How thou hast driven out the heathen with thy hand, and planted our fathers in. How thou hast destroyed the nations, and made thy people to flourish. For they got, got not the land in possession through their own sword, neither was it their own arm that helped them. But thy right hand, and thine arm, and the light of thy countenance, because thou hadst a favor unto them. Thou art my King, O God, send help unto Jacob. Through thee will we overthrow our enemies, and in thy name will we tread them under that rise up against us. For I will not trust in my bow, it is not my sword that shall help me. But it is thou that savest us from our enemies, and puttest them to confusion that hate us. We make our boast of God all day long, and will praise thy name for ever. But now thou art far off, and puttest us to confusion, and goest not forth with our armies. Thou makest us to turn our backs upon our enemies, so that they which hate us spoil our goods. Thou lettest us be eaten up like sheep, and hast scattered us among the heathen. Thou sellest thy people for naught, and takest no money for them. Thou makest us to be rebuked of our neighbors, to be laughed to scorn, and had in derision of them that are round about us. Thou makest us to be a byword among the nations, 
and that the people shake their heads at us. My confusion is daily before me, and the shame of my face hath covered me. For the voice of the slanderer and blasphemer, for the enemy and avenger. And though all this become upon us, yet do we not forget thee, nor behave ourselves forwardly in thy covenant. Our heart is not turned back, neither are steps gone out of thy way. No, not when thou hast smitten us into the place of dragons, and covered us with the shadow of death. If we have forgotten the name of our God, and holden up our hands to any strange God, shall not God search it out, for he knoweth the very secrets of the heart? For thy sake also are we killed all the day long, and are counted as sheep appointed to be slain. Up, Lord, why sleepest thou? Awake, and be not absent from us for ever. Wherefore hidest thou thy face, and forgettest our misery and trouble? For our soul is brought low even unto the dust, our belly cleaveth unto the ground. Arise and help us, and deliver us, for thy mercy's sake. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost. As it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the thirtieth chapter of the first book of Samuel. Now it happened, when David and his men came to Ziklag on the third day, that the Amalekites had invaded the south, and Ziklag attacked Ziklag and burned it with fire and had taken captain, captive the women and those who were there, from small to great. They did not kill anyone, but carried them away, and went their way. So David and his men came to the city, and there it was, burned with fire, and their wives, their sons, and their daughters had been taken captive. Then David and the people who were with him lifted up their voices and wept, until they had no more power to weep. And David's two wives, Ahinoam the Jezreelitess, and Abigail the widow of Nabal the Carmelite, had been taken captive. Then David was greatly distressed, for the people spoke of stoning him, because the soul of all the people was grieved, every man for his sons and his daughters. But David strengthened himself in the Lord his God. Then David said to Abiathar the priest, Ahimelech's son, Please bring an ephod here to me and Abiathar brought the ephod to David. So David inquired of the Lord, saying, Shall I pursue this troop? Shall I overtake them? And he answered them, Pursue, for you shall surely overtake them, and without fail recover all. So David went, he and the six hundred men who were with him, and came to the brook, brook Beshor, where those stayed who were left behind. And David pursued, and he and, he and four hundred men, for two hundred stayed behind, who were so weary that they could not cross the brook Besor. Then they found an Egyptian in the field and brought him to David, and they gave him bread, and he ate, and they let him drink water. And they gave him a piece of a cake of figs and two clusters of raisins. So when he had eaten, his strength came back to him, for he had eaten no bread nor drunk any water for three days and three nights. Then David said to him, To whom do you belong, and where are you from? And he said, I am a young man from Egypt, servant of an Amalekite, and my master left me behind, because three days ago I fell sick. 
we made an invasion of the southern area of the Cherethites in the territory which belongs to Judah and of the southern area of Caleb, and we burnt Ziklag with fire. And David said to him, Can you take me down to this troop? And he said, Swear to me by God that you will neither kill me nor deliver me into the hands of my master, and I will take you down to this troop. So when he had brought him down, there they were spread out over all the land, eating and drinking and dancing, because of all the great spoil which they had taken from the land of the Philistines and from the land of Judah. And David attacked them from twilight until evening of the next day. Not a man of them escaped, except four hundred young men who rode on camels and fled. So David recovered all that the Amalekites had carried away, and David rescued his two wives. And nothing of theirs was lacking, neither either small or great, sons or daughters, spoil or anything which had taken from them, which they had taken from them. David recovered all. Then David took all the flocks and herds which they had driven before those other livestock and said, This is David's spoil. Now David came to the two hundred men who had been so weary that they could not follow David, whom they also had made to stay at the brook Besor. So they went out to meet David and to meet him, meet the people who were with him. And when David came near the people, he greeted them. Then all the wicked and worthless men of those who went with David answered and said, Because they did not go with us, will we not give them any of the spoil that we have recovered, except for every man's wife and children, that they may lead them away and depart? David said, My brethren, you shall not do so with what the Lord has given us, who has preserved us and delivered into our hand the troop that came against us. For who will heed you in this matter? But as his part, but as his part is, is who goes down to the battle, so shall his part be who stays by the supplies. They shall share alike. And so it was from that day forward. He made it a statute and an ordinance for Israel to do to this day. Now when David came to Ziklag, he sent some of the spoil to the elders of Judah, to his friends, saying, Here's a present for you from the spoil of the enemies of the Lord, to those who were in Bethel, to those who were in Ramoth of the south, and those who were in Jatir, those who were in Aror, those who were in Sipmoth, those who were in Eshtemoah, those who were in Rechal, those who were in the cities of the Je Jeremelites, those who were in the cities of the Kenites, those who were in Hormah, those who were in Chorazan, those who were in Athak, those who were in Hebron, and to all the places where David himself and his men were accustomed to rove. Here endeth the first lesson. Benedictus asks on page 11, Blessed art thou, O Lord God of our fathers, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou for the name of thy majesty, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the temple of thy holiness, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou that beholdest the depths and dwellest between the cherubim, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the glorious throne of thy kingdom, praised and exalted above all forever. Blessed art thou in the firmament of heaven, 
praised and exalted above all forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Here begins the ninth verse of the 20th chapter of the Gospel according to St. Luke. Then he began to tell the people this parable. A certain man planted a vineyard, leased it to vine dressers, and went into a far country for a long time. Now at vintage time he sent a servant to the vine dressers, that they might give him some of the fruit of the vineyard. But the vine dressers beat him and sent him away empty-handed. And he sent another servant, and they beat him also, treated him shamefully, and sent him away empty-handed. And again he sent a third, and they wounded him also and cast him out. Then the owner of the vineyard said, What shall I do? I will send my beloved son. Probably they will respect him when they see him. But when the vine dressers saw him, they reasoned among themselves, saying, This is the heir. Come, let us kill him, that the, the, inter the inheritance may be ours. So they cast him out of the vineyard and killed him. Therefore, what will the owner of the vineyard do to them? He will come and destroy those vine dressers and give the vineyard to others. And when they heard it, they, they said, Certainly not. And he looked at them and said, What then is this that is written? The stone which the builders rejected has become the chief cornerstone. Whoever falls on that stone will be broken, but on whomever it falls, it will grind him to powder. And the chief, chief, chief priests and the scribes that very hour sought to lay hands on him, but they feared the people, for they knew that he had spoken this parable against them. So they watched him and sent spies who pretended to be righteous that they might seize on his words in order to deliver him to the power and the authority of the governor. And they asked him, saying, Teacher, we know that you say and teach rightly, and you do not show personal favoritism, but teach the way of God truly. Is it lawful for us to pay taxes to Caesar or not? But he perceived their craftiness and said to them, Why do you test me? Show me a denarius, whose image and inscription does it have? They answered and said, Caesar's. And he said to them, Render therefore to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. But they could not catch him in his words in the presence of the people, and they marveled at his answer and kept silent. Here endeth the second lesson. Benedictus on page 14. Blessed be the Lord God of Israel, for he hath visited and redeemed his people, and hath raised up a mighty salvation for us in the house of his servant David, as he spake by the mouth of his holy prophets, which have been since the world began, that we should be saved from our enemies and from the hand of all that hate us, to perform the mercy promised to our forefathers and to remember his holy covenant to perform the oath which he sware to our forefather Abraham, that he would give us, that we, being delivered out of the hand of our enemies, might serve him without fear, in holiness and righteousness before him all the days of our life. And thou, child, shalt be called the prophet of the highest, for thou shalt go before the face of the Lord to prepare his ways, to give knowledge of salvation unto his people, for the remission of their sins, 
through the tender mercy of our God, whereby the day spring from on high had visited us, to give light to them that sit in darkness and in the shadow of death, and to guide our feet into the way of peace. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Ghost, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I believe in God, the Father Almighty, maker of heaven and earth, and in Jesus Christ, his only Son, our Lord, who was conceived by the Holy Ghost, born of the Virgin Mary, suffered under Pontius Pilate, was crucified, dead, and buried. He descended into hell. The third day he rose again from the dead. He ascended into heaven and sitteth on the right hand of God the Father Almighty. From thence he shall come to judge the quick and the dead. I believe in the Holy Ghost, the Holy Catholic Church, the communion of saints, the forgiveness of sins, the resurrection of the body, and the life everlasting. Amen. The Lord be with you. And with thy spirit. Let us pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever and ever. Amen. O Lord, show thy mercy upon us. And grant us thy salvation. O God, may clean our hearts within us. And take not thy Holy Spirit from us. Let thy merciful ears, O Lord, be open to the prayers of thy humble servants, and that they may obtain their petitions make them to ask such things as shall please thee through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O God, who art the author of peace and lover of concord, in knowledge of whom standeth the eternal life, whose service is perfect freedom, defend us, thy humble servants, in all assaults of our enemies, that we, surely trusting in thy defense, may not fear the power of any adversaries through the might of Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. O Lord, our Heavenly Father, almighty and everlasting God, who hath safely brought us to the beginning of this day, defend us in the same with thy mighty power, and grant that this day we fall into no sin, neither run into any kind of danger, but that all our doings being ordered by thy governance may be righteous in thy sight through Jesus Christ our Lord. Amen. Morning to all. Few notes. Our, our psalm today, Psalm 44. If you if you're familiar with our prayer book litany, there are a lot of a few verses from this psalm that are uh, in our litany, and it kind of has this um, framework of beginning with the psalmist recalling what God has done in old time. We've heard with our ears, our fathers have told us what that was done in their time of old. We remember the great works of God. For the psalmist, it would have been the Exodus. Of course, for us, it is you know the resurrection and the various things that we we know about and the power of God manifested in the church over time. It moves into the point where now uh, we don't see that power. Now thou puttest us to confusion, um, and uh, you know now we're in trouble. Now now we're being sold for nothing. 
and then it comes back to the point of, of intercession, arise, awake, Lord, you're sleeping, uh, rise up, help us, uh, and that, that last line, um, which is also kind of taken, uh, you find in the, in the litany, arise and help us <clears throat> and deliver us for thy mercy's sake. And if we, if we come over into our lessons today, we, we have two situations where Israel's in distress. Um, we don't get the story of Saul and the Israelites today. We'll get their demise tomorrow, but they're <clears throat> under attack by the Philistines and it's not going to end well. David is also under attack. <clears throat> he's gone to, he's gone to, to, um, you know, to help somewhere. He's traveled and taken his people away from the camp and they've been raided by the Amalekites. And so he also is in distress and wondering where God is. The difference between Saul tomorrow and David today is that David is the Lord's anointed. And David, again, we see this contrast between Saul and David. David in distress, he, he's, his wives have been taken, everybody, they're ready to kill him. You got a bunch of, uh, this band is, because everything's been stolen, because, is everything been stolen? Because they followed David where David was going. And this, precisely because they followed David, they had disaster. But uh, the, the key, I think, line in this passage is that David, um, he, he doesn't react to the anxiety. It says he strengthens himself in his God. He returns to his prayer and asks and seeks what he should do. And this contrasts, again, with Saul, who throughout his life is reacting to the anxiety around him, trying to do the expedient thing that might quickly solve someone's pain, but doesn't really isn't really rooted in God's long-term will. <clears throat> so David strengthens himself in God, and God answers him that he can go, and they go, and they recover the goods, and they win the battle. And it's somewhat ironic that they conduct a kind of holy war against the Amalekites, the very group that, that Saul was rejected in part because he would not do what God said to do with the Amalekites. And the enduring presence of the Amalekites in the Bible is sort of this testimony of, of, of Saul's failure um, to, to act in that way. And so we just, it's an example for us when we're surrounded by anxiety in life and people are disappointed with us, sometimes, sometimes because we've led them to where we are and they're unhappy with us. And it is to, is to in the middle of anxiety, remember uh, prayer and remember to to recollect ourselves and and see and seek God's will <clears throat> that eternal help uh, that we turn to God we can say you know God arise help us will um, save us from the temporary anxiety and that's a temptation in the spiritual life to always be caught up in the daily anxiety to be led by that daily anxiety into some expedient thing that really isn't God's will. And this is why we have to stay in our prayer. We stay in our daily offices. We stay in our constant conversation in the midst of that, trying to figure out what God wants us to do. And that's how we participate in the victory that David wins, <clears throat> that the psalmist waits for and prays and prays for is, is God's power in us that comes as we wait and pray for him to act. So a few thoughts about uh, that lesson today. We'll continue uh, with the intercession on page 590 of the prayer book. And accept, O Lord, our intercessions for all mankind. Let the light of thy gospel shine upon all nations. 
and may as many as have received it live as becomes it. Be gracious unto thy church, and grant that every member of the same in his vocation and ministry may serve thee faithfully. Bless all in authority over us, and so rule their hearts and strengthen their hands, that they may punish wickedness and vice, and maintain thy true religion and virtue. Send down thy blessings, temporal and spiritual, upon all our relations, friends, and neighbors. Reward all who have done us good, and pardon all those who have done or wish us evil, and give them repentance and better mind. Be merciful to all who are in any trouble. Pause for people to offer their personal intercessions. And do thou, the God of pity, administer to them according to their several necessities. For his sake, I want about to good thy Son, our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. Grace for our Lord Jesus Christ and the love of God and the fellowship of the Holy Ghost with us all evermore. Amen. Good to be with you all this morning. Reminder, today is our day of prayer and fasting for mission. I encourage you to participate in that as you're able. All right. Thank, Thank you, Bishop. Thank you, Bishop. Bye, everybody. Have a great day, everybody. Thank you so Bye. much. Have a good day. Bye, Bishop. Bye, guys. <laughs>